Welcome back to Truthful Tea. I'm Alasia. And I'm Paige. And we're your host. And tonight is a little bit special because we are filming before we go outside into the world. We are going outside. <laughs> That's why we look different. But yeah. I just realized that my tea is across the room. So I should go get that. I have our tea today. Alasia made the blend today, so she knows what's in it. So in today's blend, there is rose hip and chastberries. That's going to be used to put us in our feminine energy for tonight. Um, there is also chrysanthemum. I think that's how you say it. Chrysanthemum, the flower. And something like that. Yeah, something like that. Chrysanthemum? <laughs> so, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a dandelion. <laughs> it does. And then calendula, this is to basically strengthen our immune system. When I drink nowadays, my body shuts down right after and I get really sick. So we're trying to prevent that. And then there's also licorice root to flush out our liver so that I can help process the alcohol. <laughs> we and then we don't even know if we're drinking. Facts, but, but this is precaution. Yes. And then there is holy basil. And Paige wanted that. Why did you want that in there? Yes. I wanted to add the holy basil because holy basil brings focus and it helps to uplift your energy. Yeah. So obviously going out, I don't want to be on unfocused, mm -hmm. low motivation type energy. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people say that holy basil is good for um, like depressive states. I don't want to say depression, but y'all know those states where it's like low motivation just 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 those i don't even know how would you describe it yeah lows which uh, that lows. ties in to uh what we're talking about today oh, so our topic today <laughs> today's topic yeah. is a little heavy which is kind of strange because we're about to go out but we're this tea blend is also meant to help us stay in good spirits and high energy our main topic is um what got us into spirituality and we're holding the mic today but i feel like that's going to become problematic for me me too i think i'm not gonna be I'm able to like, say I'm gonna <laughs> maybe i'm gonna i might clip mine i think i'm gonna okay. clip this oh what got us in to spirituality our spiritual journey oh page <laughs> I'm like, dang, this is going to take being vulnerable with you all. And it's scary. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's very scary because I know, I feel like it's kind of this way for a lot of people. When you really fall heavy into your spirituality, it's usually something that's not the best that happened. And yeah, that's, yeah. Like you could use healing journey as a synonym for spirituality in this case because it, it it kind of like goes hand in hand for me um just because i had to do one to achieve the other i like that i like the way you just put that because yeah. seriously i did too oh oh it was rough i'm gonna need to take a drink before we start because yeah. this is the tea that we're spilling <laughs> it's the it's, truth it's um heavy truth yeah and it's not easy to talk about mm -mm. um especially while you're still in the process of healing right like, and like we're not professionals oh, no. mm -mm. it might be triggering too i can't lie but i'm like i feel like also though we, we're healed enough to where we can talk about it like it's gonna be hard and it won't like 
I ain't gonna start crying on camera or nothing. Not real nope. makeup before we go out, okay? <laughs> but but it definitely is heavy. Do you want to start? Or do you want me to? Um, let's see. Oh, Lord. I, guess, I, I mean, know. it's only like for me, what comes up first is like <clears throat> my rock bottom. Uh-huh. And I remember that point in time, like it was really a long period of time, but it was um, just one night in particular. I was like, I'm just over all of this. And like, like I really felt like it was my rock bottom. I don't even know how to put it into words. Um, but I was just like, I just can't do this anymore. Not necessarily like any, I mean, I guess it was to the point where like, I just didn't care to be here, but I wasn't necessarily gonna do anything about it in that way. So like, I I knew I had to do something to get myself out of it, but it was to the point where I was like, I have no idea what to do at this point. Nobody in my life was able to help me. So I knew like at the time I didn't know, but it was definitely a season of isolation to where um, it just had to be me and God. Um, But it was just that rock bottom moment where I realized like, okay, I got a lot of learning to do on how to take care of myself um, because there was just so much going on in my life where I didn't have anybody to connect to. Um, And there was just a lot of, I don't even know like how to say this on camera, but just there was like, I was surrounded by like addiction. I was in very bad relationships, um, toxic relationships um and not to say like it it was those people's faults but i had to come to a realization of like what patterns i was stuck in surrounding addictions surrounding codependent relationships that kept me in those toxic cycles um and i don't necessarily like the word toxic but it is an easy word to use when it comes to relationships um because i think it's a very broad term but um yeah I guess it was just that point in time where I came to a realization of I just wasn't where I wanted to be I knew I didn't want to be there but I didn't know how to get myself out so it was just like I guess that's when I just started like I guess truth seeking yeah shout out truth seekers yeah honestly yes i love that i was getting messages from them before i knew i needed those messages i looked mm-hmm. knew i needed those messages but um i just think it was very in alignment that we went to truth seekers campus ministries um, yeah and then we happened to stumble upon our healing journeys and then we realized how valuable truth was to us yeah um but yeah i guess like for me what started my spirituality um in my healing journey was just that rock bottom and when i say rock bottom um i showed alasia and i'm that's something that is just too private for me but um being at that rock bottom everything that was going on mentally had manifested physically so I was not healthy at all 
Um, and it's really hard to know that just it was because of those same cycles continuing for years on end when I thought everything was okay and I was told everything was okay for a long time, but it was just um, just stuck in those patterns that were not good for me mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, so yeah, it just really took me getting to that isolation, I think is what um, pushed me onto my healing journey and pushed me onto my spiritual path. Yeah, if you guys have any questions, I mean, feel free to reach out. I know I wasn't too specific in some areas, but I just kind of wanted to touch on everything um, that kind of pushed me into my isolation and um, helped me really start my own journey in life. Not even just a healing journey or a spiritual journey, but just like my own personal journey. Yeah. I like how you said it pushed you into your isolation because it was very similar to me. And I feel like a lot of people could probably relate to that because you can't do your healing journey. You can't go on a spiritual journey with anybody but yourself and God. So that's like, and I mean, like he's not physically here with us. So it literally is, it's just you and him. It's just you physically. And so that, yeah, same for me. I was in my spirituality when I hit my rock bottom. So I, I'm like, I had something to fall back on, but I, it just didn't make it any easier. Like, I feel like if anything, it made it worse because I'm like, dang, I was doing all this growing and like, I thought I was doing this. I thought I was doing that. But then it, it, feel like, it felt like I fell off of a 30,000 story building splat. Like the bottom was low for real. Yeah. But what got me into it I had always been like um, a Christian and like when I would go through things, my first thing was to go to God. That was literally, I, that's how I was raised. I was raised in the church. Like first thing, bring it to God, like pray about it, read your Bible. And so that's what I did all the time. Whenever I had any issues or anything, that's what I would do. But then I was going through, I feel like this is also something that a lot of people can relate to. But so I want to say, I want to preface this by saying, preface this by saying I knew from a young age that I was a little different okay Tish if you're watching this I love you so much this was one of my childhood friends mom and me and her would hang out all the time we would just talk about things like spiritual things that I didn't know that at the time and if, if you're watching this <laughs> we would talk about how I was an indigo child and I think now that resonates so heavy like it just resonates and i'm like that is so crazy because i would identify as that and i had no idea and i was just in astrology like i loved i was always intrigued by that mm -hmm. and if you guys remember people that i went to school with i this is like i want to say like seventh eighth grade maybe i was reading auras i don't if y'all remember comment let me know reach out to me something that's so funny but i was reading people's auras bro i'm like if you stand behind a white surface yeah. i can read your aura but now it's at the point where i can kind of just do it like if it's prominent enough i can kind of see it so like my spirituality developed obviously but <laughs> so i'm just like I? not I right now ever. no i haven't yeah we way. do we do but i've never seen it I thought it was interesting. We got our auras for photographed, and yeah. I love that. I have a rainbow aura, and I love that so much. Yeah, this is beautiful. <laughs> if you're comfortable, I'm going to insert some pictures so you guys can yeah. see our auras.
Mine's like red, purple, and blue. I think that I love that for you though, because it's like the top and the bottom. You have yeah. like the spectrum, but the main ones, you know? I love that yeah. for you. But sorry, y'all, I'm going all over the place. But yes. <laughs> but um so I've always peaked that, but what really just like pushed me over, I was in like I don't even oh, this is like making me cringe. But I'm gonna be real, this is truthful tea, okay? So I was in like um a situation ship, I guess. Oh, we all feel it. Yeah, we facts. all feel it. We all been there. But I feel like it was deeper. I'm gonna just be honest. I don't even care no more. Honestly, I really don't. I identify this person as my twin flame. And if you actually know what that is in that journey, I honestly I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I wouldn't. I cannot lie. It's been the most terrible thing i've ever experienced and i'm just trusting god on it because he doesn't want me to let it go and i want to but anyway so when i first got into it i was going That's through some rude. things <laughs> i was going through some things with that and i'm just like what is this and i used to watch youtube a lot and i feel like like i said i've always known that i was like a little different a little off so i feel like it's just been like knocking like at my door waiting for me to invite it in like i told Paige this like my family tells me the story all the time my grandma passed away when i was how old i was three four three or four and first of all i have very vivid memories of her i just feel like that's not right because i was such a young age and basically my family tells me all the time how one time we were in the car and i'm three or four just vibing and my grandma is gone and all of a sudden, I tell my mom that I just saw my grandma. Like, we're driving in the car. And I'm like, hey, sis was out there. <laughs> sis was outside. And they told me how they, like, stopped the car, everything. Like, so I don't know. I just feel like it's been, like, there. And I watch YouTube. And I was always watching, like, story times, makeup videos. Like, if you know, you know, I went through my little makeup era. I have my own YouTube channel, all that stuff. So that was all that was on my feed. Never anything spiritual, never any tarot, never anything like that. Yes, I was going to say, as you can tell, her makeup is fired tonight. Pure <laughs> young, 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 like, trying to find me a husband. Okay. <laughs> but, but, um, so nothing like that. And I just was in a low. And I was... When, like I said, when I would get into these lows, I would read my Bible, I would pray every night. I would just fall deeply into my relationship with God. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is a lot. So I was going through it and I was on YouTube. And in my suggested videos, it was like a message from your spiritual team. Like, you need to hear this. Keep in mind, never anything about tarot, never anything like, like I said, I grew up in the church. So if you know, they're always like, no! <laughs> No tarot, no tarot, no nothing, you know? And so I was like a little skeptical, honestly, but I felt really, really called to it. So I watched it and, and it really resonated. It was a pick a card video. So like you use your intuition to pick a pile and then, you know, and I really like that because now that I'm like heavy into all that stuff, I know that like a lot of readers and stuff won't tell you how to use your intuition. But the video that I watched in specific, she was like, okay, we're going to do this exercise to help you get in tune. And this is how you use your intuition. And now it literally guided me to do it, like how to do it. And I thought that's, I think that's interesting now looking back on it. Cause I'm like, they just don't do that. They're like, you need yeah. to hear this, pick this, 
it resonates, resonates. They don't tell you how to do it now. You I'll know? be second guessing myself. Exactly. I used to too. I still do, honestly. Not even used to. I still do. Mm-hmm. So that's just how I got into that. And then I got deeper into it. And honestly, I feel like since I got more into like my spirituality and like tarot and like just started learning more about the different things. I've gotten closer to God, honestly. I feel like I have gotten this is the closest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Like ever. Yeah. I'm so in tune, it's crazy. So this was I wanna say this happened in this was like junior year, so twenty twenty is that when our junior year was? Twenty twenty nineteen, twenty yeah. twenty. One yeah. of those two. It was one of those two. And, um, so I just want to say, okay, so at my senior all night party in high school, we went to like this random place and there was like like a bunch of games, a bunch of everything they had. Didn't we go to the same place? I think we did. We had this conversation. (laughs) We did. I don't know what it was called. Some random place in Grand Rapids. Yes. And it was huge. And we had a, like a, a hip, hip, a fucking, yes. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. And we had a tarot reader. Okay. Sydney. My best friend Sydney was with me. So when I got this reading, I was in a horrible relationship. <laughs> horrible. For many, many years. Like five, six years, okay? So at this point, four years in a deep, re- committed relationship, this tarot reader told me about my past and my present and my future. And I was like, okay, the past and the present were correct. But he told me. He told me that I was going to meet somebody in college who just completely changed the course of my life, y'all. Like, and I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I like don't know what you're talking about because I'm in a four or five year relationship and like, it's just not happening. Like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't it? And then he was like, you know, honestly, I, I wish I, I wish I could get in contact with this man. Because he was like, I feel like you, I could see you like doing this, Tarot. Like he told me that. Yeah. And then he said, I'm going to share something with you that I don't share with anybody. And he was like, give me your hand. And I was like, <laughs> keep in mind, I'm skeptical. Okay. I'm like, what are you talking about? No. And I haven't slept. So I'm delusional and delirious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I give this man my hand. He sends a wave of energy. He doesn't have anything in his hand, nothing. Sends his own energy through my hand. Like he just waves his hand over my hand. And I, I was just, my mind blown. So I was like, nope, wait right here. Wait right here. I called Sydney. I'm like, Sydney, get over here. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. And I said, buddy, buddy, I know you just said, <laughs> I know you just said you don't do that, but I'm gonna need you to run it back. Cause I need her to know that I'm not crazy. I'm like, I need people to know that I am not crazy with what I just experienced. Yeah. And he did it. And she, I was like, bro. And she was like, oh, what the fuck? And I was she like, felt it too. yes. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck? It was crazy. So that was my senior year. Did he say anything about it? He just said he was transferring his energy over. Oh. And I, I was like, it literally, I don't even know how to describe it. It felt like a band of energy, literally vibrations, just yeah. a wave of it over my hand. And I was like, huh, Uh. yeah. So then, okay, basically, yeah. So basically the person that he was talking about was my twin flame and I didn't indeed meet him. And he, if you don't know the purpose of a twin flame journey, most of the time you're awakening to your spirituality. And I indeed did. 
and now I'm here. Still, still, still struggling. <laughs> you really do meet people for a reason, so I'm just like, and I'm honestly, I'm so grateful that I'm in this because I'm like, I have a purpose. Yeah. And I could not fulfill my purpose without being awakened. Right. Just awakened. Because that isolation helps you to meet yourself. Yes. 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 Basically, rock bottom and hard times and struggles is mm-hmm. what got us in the spirituality. And I, I genuinely think that that is the case for a lot of people. Like, yeah. And also, toxic cycles yes once you're finally ready to break those i think Uh, yeah yeah they could be put as generational curses well i was we are so Uh, locked in it's so scary sometimes yeah because i was just thinking that in my mind i'm like yeah i mean it's all really the same thing yeah but you can get yourself out of them you can work it takes understanding yourself understanding your surrounding understanding like what you grew up in and around all of that and it's just like how can you set yourself apart if it's not serving like your greatest purpose or if it's not bringing you love really love yeah. i think love is like the most important it thing it is god is defined as love god is love and so mm-hmm. are we and i feel like yeah. my purpose is to spread that love yes. so if you do me dirty i'm gonna still love you because we spread that love and light facts and what you do is between you and god I ain't got nothing to do with it. Like, I know so many people that done me so dirty. And it's just like, I, like, really in my heart, I'm just like, I forgive you. Like, we cool. Yeah. But it's like, God will handle you. Facts. I feel like that a lot of people struggle with forgiveness, but that's, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, we can see that. Yeah, I guess my point was like, even at that point, um, like I'll still want the best for somebody. Exactly. You just won't have the same access to me yeah. as before. You can forgive, but you don't have to forget. Mm-hmm. The access just will be denied. Denied. <laughs> denied. <laughs> but all of like the people who I joke and kiki a lot. I see the people who traumatized me. <laughs> That's some real shit though. I actually am suffering from PTSD from that relationship I was telling you guys about my five six year long relationship but yeah so but i'm like hate that for us (laughs) but you know we're healing it's okay it's part of the process everything happens for a reason for real yeah i've learned so much through it so much the lessons so much yeah yeah the hardest part of that though is forgiving people yeah yeah but it's necessary because literally holding that grudge does nothing for you it does nothing for you so you gotta let that go it hurts you yeah and i feel like we a lot of the time too we could be waiting for people to apologize and we have to come to terms with we might never get that apology Mm -hmm. yikes i feel like that was deep (laughs) and we have to be okay with that but yeah so we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into depression i think that deserves its own episode because like i said earlier i was in my spirituality when i hit rock bottom and it was horrible yeah horrible if y'all have any questions yeah feel free to reach out to us yeah spiritual questions if you have if you're interested in learning a little bit more obviously follow the podcast because we're going to talk about it mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can reach out directly i honestly i love to help people and i will be glad to talk 
to you about yeah. anything. And I feel like, honestly, if it's private, too, I might go a little bit more in detail if you want to have, like, a real conversation. And, like, well, I mean, I guess this is a real conversation, too, but, you know, just, like, deeper conversation. You want to know more? So that was just a little bit of this episode about how we got into our spirituality. I feel like the, uh, the next couple episodes were as we – go deeper they're about to get juicier and juicier yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> there's gonna be more information like i feel like today was like ooh, some of the stuff like i've never said out loud to like other people like i've told you and yeah. the people who are close to me but i'm like this is very not y'all know. in my business <laughs> yeah. but if it'll help you i exactly. testimony okay yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah. Cause it, it it's up. It might be a little up and down, but it's up mm-hmm. once you finally reach those seasons of isolation. Because it's like it's just like level up after level up after level up. Yeah, if you put in the work, it's a lot of work, and it again it doesn't end. Mm-hmm. I recommend getting a shadow workbook. You should do that. It's you don't hard. need a workbook for shadow work for real. Yeah. But that would definitely help guide you along the way. But just shadow work, it just think about looking into your own life and the own, your your patterns that you have continued um throughout your life and then think about where those patterns originated from. Yeah. And then it's a lot of your subconscious too, because a lot of people don't want to you push away that shadow of who you really are and what those mm-hmm. patterns really are and the cycles that you're continuing. Oh my God, not me spilling because you don't want to face it. But shadow work is the uncovering and embracing and learning how to utilize that for your growth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, be courageous and do the work. Yes. Okay. And be open to learning. Yes. So I students hope. of life. Yes. Yes. I think a, a term that I, think a lot about is that how I'm a lifelong learner and I have been like I don't want to do that like but I've been thinking of it in terms of school but it's not in terms of school at all yeah and well thank you guys for watching the girlies are going outside (laughs) we don't ever go outside (laughs) I go to work excited class (laughs) yeah literally and then we'd be right back in this apartment If any men want to take care of us, please do. I'm ready to be in my soft girl era, <laughs> my in my housewife era. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm okay. in a silly, goofy mood. Yes, it's time to go out. So ah, goodbye. Ah, cheers. Should we cheers to each other and them? Yes. Ah, bye, guys. <laughs>